The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We live in a fast-paced, hectic world where it is easy to feel overwhelmed, stressed, and out of control. How do you manage all the competing pressures without losing your sense of yourself? How do you stay focused enough to not only plot a path, but follow it? Welcome to Master Your Life, a show that offers inspiration, insight, and intelligence, as well as success stories for many walks of life that can show you how you can control your own destiny. Our knowledgeable and entertaining hosts and their guests give practical advice that you can use every day in the quest to master your life. Now, here are your hosts, Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin. Welcome to Master Your Life. I'm host Leah Mattinson, uh, joined along with my co-host, Dr. Howard Rankin. And this is the show where we ask you to think about who it is you are right now and who it is that you would like to be. Um, so, Howard, how about you kick off this week? Tell us, how have you been doing? Um, well, I've been doing doing well this week. I've been uh, doing a lot of uh, writing and work as I have been. And actually, the last uh, three or four weeks, I haven't been watching any television. And so this week, as I kick back a little bit, I, you know, turned on the TV. And, and one of the things you notice when you've been away from it for about a month is the advertisements or advertisements however you want to say that i mean you really get struck by the sort of manipulative nature of them and you know in the u.s we probably have the most slack advertising laws uh, which are based on the fact well most people know that it's you know it's it's manipulation and a stretch because they're trying to sell you something but but honestly it for me, it's kind of got out of hand, and it was noticeable having wa- having not watched them for a month to see that. Right, and and so I, we've talked lots about the whole advertising thing, but it's shocking to me just how exhausting it can be to watch TV, so I rarely do it. How did you actually feel, feel watching that stuff? Because thinking about it is one thing and analyzing it, but how does it actually feel to turn the TV on? What does it do to your energetic body? Well, you know, when I see the ads, and particularly, you know, not every ad is a manipulation, but 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 I'd yeah. say the majority, <laughs> the vast majority are. And frankly, when I see them and dismantle the components, you know, like when um, they're telling you the side effects of a particular drug, which, by the way, could include death. That's really <laughs> nice, soft music and soft images playing that totally mute the information that you're given, you know. Uh, and when I see that, because I'm somewhat of an expert in how the brain works and perception and so forth, actually, it just irritates me. It just irritates me, you know. <laughs> I think That's I'm awesome. never I'm never gonna buy one of those. Right, and I I just am struck because this is very um, in alignment with something I just watched. I just watched this week and got t- turned on to this week was is a BBC documentary called The Century of the Self, and I think encourage anyone who's listening to this show um, to watch it. Are you familiar with it, Howard? 
Yes, yes. It was a show that was done, I think, in 2002. Um, it's really excellent, so we would encourage our listeners. I'm sure you, you can get it on various channels that you have access to. It's called The Century of the Self, and really what it talks about, the, the development of psychology and particularly psychoanalysis that focused attention more on how the mind works. And as people learned more about how the mind worked, they used it to manipulate them. And that's really what marketing and advertising is, manipulation. And so the documentary really goes into that in a thorough, excellent way, not untypical of the BBC. Yeah. Yes, so, and it's just a wonderful way of deconstructing, I think, for the listener or the viewer. So I watched it on YouTube. Um, it was really simple to find it. And as I was just deconstructing, actually, how um, much we've been manipulated it's it's um yeah it's just absolutely shocking because it's been going on not for the past 20 years or 30 years or even 50 years it's been a very um deliberate um um move for probably over a hundred years thus the name i guess the century of the self (laughs) and Uh when you think about that it is not just in our lifetime that this manipulation has been going on but in the lifetime of our parents as well um it's easy to see how uh, people, all people, are subject to um, poor decision-making, lack of insight, this kind of binary thinking that we often talk about on the show. And it also allowed me a little bit of room for forgiveness for myself because I was watching and thinking, well, sometimes I've made some really dumb decisions. <laughs> and, no. and sometimes I'll go, I know, right? Like, what? Dumb decisions? <laughs> Not you, Leah. <laughs> and then gone, like, why did I do that? But when you see how um, deliberate and insidious this whole manipulation has been um, as a human being, like an enlightened soul, I was able to kind of look at it and step back from it and go, wow, it's like everybody is having this experience. And um, I think the wisdom piece is going, I can forgive myself for making the bad decisions, seeing the influence I've been under and trying to extricate myself from that influence as much as possible. Yeah, and I think it's one thing that comes to mind is so. So you say the century of the self. So does that mean before Freud and psychoanalysis and the emphasis on psychological mechanisms, every everyone was a wonderful, caring, giving person? Yeah? Uh, no, of course it doesn't mean that at all. But what it means is the hijacking, and I'm going to use that word advisedly, of the psychological principles of our attention, focus, memory, how we work. Um, has led, I believe, to the point now where people think of communication as really emotional manipulation. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, that has been one of the unfortunate, I think, byproducts to the point now where generations have grown up thinking that's what communication is. You know, if that I want to... That's so influence- sad. That's if I want sad. to influence, yes, yeah. if I want to influence somebody, let's see, okay, well, I can make them feel they're going to lose something if they don't, and I can get them to commit because, you know, and go through the seven fundamental principles, uh, seven f- fundamental motivators, and check them off the list and do that in this very conscious, considered, inauthentic way, um, and think that that's okay. Yes. Oh, I'm, yeah, absolutely think it's okay, right, to the, to the core of the being, and we're the the communication piece that we've been given as human beings, we're the only thing, the only beings that communicate the way that we communicate. And to take that gift that, 
that we've been given mm. as human beings and for it to be so um, blackened uh, by that whole manipulation it, it is uh, just so amazing to me. that, And also on the other side of things going, okay, well, how do we get it back then? <laughs> and what are right. other examples of uh, my daughter phoned and said, and I, again, it's like that, that we've been at this for a long time. So she called and said, I just had this realization that I can literally get anybody to do anything with just my words. And that scares me. It freaks me right out. <laughs> it's like that's a lot of a lot of insight i know and and just for the listeners to know actually i would like to get your daughter on the show because mm-hmm. she is an amazing young lady mm-hmm. um for her age she's incredibly wise and she's been through a lot of challenges so definitely want to get her on the show um but but she has a great point and that is an interesting realization heck i'm really good i know how to manipulate people i know the science of manipulation boy that gives me a lot of power and that's kind of scary because that means i've got to watch what my intentions are all the time yes and what do i do with it you know i've got to watch my intentions but even if I intend to do good, if all of my influences have been, you know, through the media, when you watch TV or, um, you know, all the lessons on TV, 99% of the lessons are about how do I take advantage of somebody? How do I um, win under, you know, all circumstances? So I think about all the popular shows that are on, you know, Bachelorette, Big Brother, Survivor, they've play, played for years and years and years. It's all about um, manipulating to, to win, and right. that's the consciousness of, of things. So when somebody even has the wisdom to say, oh, I could actually get my way just with my words anytime I want, they don't have a frame of reference to even go back to to say, well, mm. how, how would I make a good decision right. or a different decision? Because <laughs> right. they've, right. they've just had you know, so, so much indoctrination um, that has been not positive. So we don't even know how to be collaborative anymore. Uh, we don't even know how to be cooperative without there being a win in it somewhere for us, like well, that being the first position, I guess. Well, I think it comes back to, you know, what you like to stress is the moral self, the mm-hmm. moral self. And that reminds me of a Toyota ad that I saw <laughs> that was in, really interesting. There's a Toyota ad that I saw for their service for selling and evaluating used cars. And the ad goes, there's a guy saying, okay, I'm selling my car. Well, it's been in an accident. No, actually, it's been in four accidents. And, uh, yeah, I did turn the odometer back, you know. And they, and then the, the voice comes on, the, you know, the Toyota service, um, um, you know, because nobody's like Brad who tells you everything. He's just an idiot, is the exact words okay so the, here is this ad saying somebody that is leveling with you and telling you the truth is an idiot right right isn't that just unreal <laughs> it reminds me of several years ago when my when my youngest son was probably about 10 or maybe he was eight but he he was uh scouted by disney because he is a really cute little blonde-haired, freckle-faced boy. And Mm -hmm. so we were going in for um, these little, whatever you call them, like not interviews, but uh, auditions. And he actually, um, so we were kind of on the final phases of this process of of maybe signing. And this 
DQ commercial came on, Dairy Queen commercial came on the TV, and we were sitting in the hotel room <laughs> watching this thing. And this little girl and her mom came in uh, to the Dairy Queen, and a dad and his son are sitting there. And the kids were probably about 10 or 11 years old. And the mom says to the little girl, what do you want? And the little girl says, don't worry about it. And then, the, you know, it flashes to them sitting at this booth and the little boy comes over with an ice cream for her. And she looks at him and she gives him just this um, kind of really snooty look. And she looks at her mom and says, just like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> Holy moly, what? Like, not thanks. That was so sweet. Just like, I gotcha. And, that, and, and I thought, oh, my God, I couldn't even imagine my son being part of that um, right culture uh, whole environment yeah, yeah absolutely right. so that was my right. decision after that watching seeing that commercial I went we're not this is not the life we're <laughs> gonna have yeah. <laughs> so right. we yeah immediately you know packed up the suitcases and headed home uh, but that's, wow, that's a great story that's a great oh. story I didn't know about that I have a good story that's a little off track but it is about ice cream <laughs> Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> so this is this is a, which might be interesting to the listeners. So this many years ago, uh, a friend of my friend apparently went into an ice cream store somewhere in California, and the movie star Paul Newman was Ooh. standing there. Okay, so she thought I'm going to be really cool. You know, she just nodded and what have you. She got her ice cream, left, went to the car. When she got to the car, she couldn't find her ice cream. What did I do with that? You know. So she went back into the store. Right. And she said, where's my ice cream? And Paul Newman said to her, it's in your handbag. No. <laughs> yes. She even tried to be so cool, she put it in a handbag and left. <laughs> so, That's pretty uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Shows so how anyway. influenced we are, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Here she was trying to be cool and I'm not really paying attention. And, uh, yeah, so that's funny. Anyway, but, but back to your DQ story. Yeah, that's great. And you could look at almost any ad and see the elements that are added for manipulation. You can see them. Um, things are brought in to put you in a sort of mental state that absolutely have nothing to do with the product. Nothing. Right, right. Nothing. And you were talking about a good good example. What was that again this morning? Yeah, I saw, I, this happened just recently. I saw, and be honest, I blocked out what the product was, but it, it was something like um, this sort of great quote from the classics, and there was classics around, and it was looking like a really, you know, amazing ad about, you know, the mind and what have you. And I think they were trying to sell toilet cleaner. Right. <laughs> there is and you, no go, connection. No, but you feel great when you scrub your toilet with that. Oh, boy, <laughs> those quotes come to you, to be, to be or not to be. Yes, well, and people it. who make movies, you know, um, whether they're documentaries or they're full-blown full movies now, a lot of them just do the music first, the soundtrack first. And then mm -hmm. from there, they develop the whole rest of the thing, and the script actually comes last. You know, so yep. it's yep. like how, how manipulative... All right. that is, and we're used to that media. People listening to, to us will go, oh, that media is familiar to me. But prior to that, um, you know, in this really wonderful documentary on the BBC, they are talking about really early on how they did things to trick people. Um, for instance, how to get women to smoke was, was one of the things mm. that they did. And, you know, the absolute... Uh, that from psychology came the actual profession of public relations, of PR. 
Absolutely. Yeah, and so just the history of going, it isn't just us, it isn't just this last 20 or 30 years of, you know, people who've had access to TV or to radio. Um, it's been for, you know, 60, 70, 80 years. I'm trying to remember how far back that um, that it went. Do you remember, Howard? How well, I think, it, I, I think it went, you know, because Freud and that whole movement started at the end of the 19th century. Right. You know, it really overlapped and started happening at the beginning of the 20th century. So that's something we will talk more about after the break. Um, but we would like listeners to email us. We've been getting emails and we like to get them. It gives us nice feedback. We like to hear your views. So um, please feel free to uh, email us and you can email us at Leah, L-E-A-H-A, at reallifetraining.com. Leah, at reallifetraining.com because we love to hear the views uh, of our so please um, send us a line we'll appreciate it and we'll acknowledge it so more about the century of the self and shameless egotism in advertising and communication <laughs> after the break it's your world motivate change succeed voiceamericaempowerment.com Hey gang, this is Leah Mattinson, and I know if you're listening to my program right now that you're somebody who is interested in mastering your life. Maybe you're interested in being a better parent or living with more energy and vitality in the face of a debilitating disease. Or are you just stuck in a rut and want to learn how to reconnect, play, and enjoy your life fully again? Then I invite you to come to reallifetraining.com to learn about my upcoming Real Life Reflections, a weekly live interactive workshop. These closed group discussions dive deep into life's biggest real life challenges and how to successfully navigate them. Now you can become a participant in these discussions with me. So if that sounds like where you'd like to be and how you'd like to feel, come on over to the website at reallifetraining.com and see how you can access more health, happiness, and joy each week. Reallifetraining.com, where we help people to help themselves. When was the last time you said, I love myself and I love my life? Can't recall? Has it been five years? Ten maybe? Or do you quite literally not remember a time when you felt peaceful and joyful? Well, how would you like to be one of those special women who glow because you're on a path to awakening and evolving consciously? If that sounds like where you want to be, but you just don't know how to get there, come join Leah Mattinson for one of her upcoming retreats in a beautiful, intimate, and very exclusive location. Dive deep in mind, body, and spirit. Go to reallifetraining.com for details. If you've been searching for fat loss and mental clarity in one place, Think ketosis. Maybe you've heard about a ketogenic diet but have been totally turned off by the painstaking effort to do it. Well, agonize no longer because there is a solution. What could be just as simple and easy as taking your daily vitamins? Visit reallifetraining.expert to find out. Raise your hand and get in on the front end of the total wellness revolution. Get well, manage your mood, clear your mind. Visit reallifetraining.expert now. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are tuned in to Master Your Life. To reach Leah Mattinson, Dr. Howard Rankin, or their guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. 
That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Leah. That's L-E-A-H-A at changeyourlife.expert. Now, back to Master Your Life. Welcome back to Master Your Life. I'm co-host Dr. Howard Rankin, along with my wonderful host, Leah Manson. Today, we're talking about manipulation in communication, uh, how the advent of psychology has led to advertising, PR, pretty much everything, which uses those principles to manipulate people, and how concerning that is, just generally, um, because generations have grown up thinking that's how you communicate and we have some serious concerns about that you know leah uh almost 20 years ago i wrote a book called power talk the art of effective communication which looked at these principles the seven motivators how we know uh you know how we know to manipulate people i did make the point in that book you can use the same principles for good or for evil you know you can use them to swindle somebody out of money or you can save somebody and it's not really the principal's fault, it's how we use them. Um, and I've revised that book periodically every time to time, so I have an offer for our listeners today. Anyone emailing us at leah at reallifetraining.com, I'd be happy to send them a electronic copy of that book, Power Talk, The Art of Effective Communication. Yeah, what a wonderful gift, Howard. And I think, too, that people could then um, read the book and give us more feedback. Uh, we're, again, looking for other people's insight, intelligence, and inspiration uh, on the show. And I think our viewers or our listeners uh, always have, you know, add an extra layer of depth to what it is that we're um, talking about and what it what it is that we're trying to achieve through this show. Um, and I think one of the, when we talk about communication, we get, we have lots of wonderful guests on and they always comment after they're done the show wow, that was just so awesome, and you and Howard have such great flow, and how does that happen? And, you know, because they've had other experiences that have not been the same, and I really do think it comes back to this um, communication that has no ulterior motive except goodness, uh, that that's how we do it. That's how the magic happens. So it's not, um, there's not competition here in this relationship, so we're able to be really cooperative. And then from that, all these great, communications flow what do you think about that no i, I was it was interesting you articulate that because i was thinking exactly the same thing um we enjoy doing the show mm-hmm. um but our goal is to really examine a, a topic present some views and get them out there so our listeners can benefit we're not pushing anything right we're not pushing right. anything except the concepts that we discuss in the show right. um yeah. so i think you know it's 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 great when you can get to that point. Yes. And unfortunately, people today, rightly or wrongly, in some cases rightly, feel they cannot do that. Mm-hmm. They cannot be authentic because people will use them, people will take advantage of them, you know, they'll get sued. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, this is, hey, you think that's funny, but, but, mm-hmm. but in the medical profession in this country, you can't be authentic. Because if you're mm. authentic, the chances are somebody's going to take exception, report you to the board. I knew a guy who lost his medical license because he told a mother who was not following through on his treatment recommendations for an important condition for a kid, he told her what he thought of her. 
She filed mm. a complaint and he lost his license. One of the problems is you can't be authentic. And if you can't right. be authentic, then it's all planned and manipulated. And, and, and that's a problem everywhere except with the people that you know you trust mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. that's a definition i think of a friend that you can be authentic with them and they're not going to immediately go on facebook and say oh well do you know what howard just said he said you know so uh, and of course social media just amplifies the whole thing a gazillion right. times yes because you can have five million great conversations and one that's not so hot and the only thing that people remember is the one that's not so hot <laughs> Right. And that's also the cultural, um, like how, again, how this manipulation underlies everything, because we've, we have changed our culture, um, in uh, Western cultures anyway, to be very um, uh, lawyerly. It's like that you can't have a trusted relationship, you can't do business on a handshake because people can't be trusted. And yeah. so it's the one or, the one or two people that, um, you know, are that are the exceptions to the rule of goodness that have created this whole um, lack of ability to connect at a really organic level with people and to be able to be candid and truthful because people are so hypersensitive to being wrong. It's way more important to be right than it is to have a good life. Uh, yep. I think that we yeah. see people doing that all the time. You know, we talk about change or die. It's more important for me to be right. Uh, right. <laughs> I would rather right. die right. and be right about what I'm eating. We just we have a family member who has just gone through some horrible health things. Mm. And even though we all know, um, we have friends that know Chinese medicine. We have friends that are, you know, we have friends that are very well educated, but they are only going to their trust their one trusted advisor that's it even though the the protocol is killing them mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's kind of that i'd rather be right than listen to mm -hmm. anything else or to listen to any other input or feedback but yep. we don't yep. want to be wrong we don't want to feel bad about doing things that are wrong um but our inability to feel anything like we're we're very numbed out every think things think 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 um like how do you actually uh, make an, the, an authentic decision if you've never been authentic from the time you've been four or five years old because people are not allowed to be authentic from the time they're little. Yep, uh, I agree completely. And, and of course, you know my story and we've added on, on the show. And that was a, a really great experience in, in many respects. I learned a lot. And so here I am, very easy to taint me and do the opposite of a halo effect, you know, make me Satan because right. I lost my license for uh, having a very brief consensual sexual relationship with somebody I considered an ex-patient, but the board decided no, she was really a patient even though and never mind, let's not get into it. But the fact yeah. <laughs> is, yeah, but the fact is, you know, there's that negativity. And, of course, the initial reaction is, oh, my God, I'm dead, I'm ruined. And over, the t over time, and, of course, that involves recreating yourself, too, in many ways, you've come to believe that people feel that, that really, if they judge me just based on that one thing that they know, and they will, that says a lot more about their thought process than it says about my behavior. Right. Yeah. Right? I th yeah, absolutely. I think the other thing we see, too, is people encouraging other people to not tell the truth. So, um, to save face or to not bring the things that are bad to light, 
I see that often. Um, oh, just mm-hmm. don't say anything. Just don't worry about it. It'll pass. And and I right. think really that's like we we're we're um, it's bad enough when we don't call ourselves it, on our own stuff. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, I agree. It's really rare. And I do think uh, you know, I'll pat my my wife on the back, if not me. Um, <laughs> Uh, our son, uh, we raised um, to be authentic. Mm-hmm. And uh, one time he was, uh, the, the lacrosse team that he was on had a um, had a get-together at the end of the season and some kids were playing out in the street and they threw a ball and it smashed somebody's windscreen. Right. And, and they all said, oh, God, don't, don't. And James went up to them and said, now you are going to tell the coach what happened. I'll give you five minutes. If you don't, I'm going to. Oh, James, you can't really. He, he went and told the coach. He said, Coach, this is what happened. Now, that takes a lot of courage, right? Yes. And it takes a lot of commitment to what you know you should be doing and overcoming all the pressures not to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very mm-hmm. proud of him yes. for doing that. He's an incredible young man, like your daughter's an incredible young woman. Um, and that's what it takes. And. We've got to train our kids to do that. Yeah, we need to train ourselves to do it, oh, and wow, our that's kids. Right. We need yeah, first. and it's I, um, I I'm just again surprised by the leadership choices that we make, and then people waking up in the morning and going, "Well, I don't understand how so and so is the leader of you know whatever <laughs> country or whatever state or whatever," because it's a worldwide phenomenon now where people are are waking up in the morning and going, "How do we get in this um, state?" Of things and and listeners know I live in Canada. You live in the U.S. Um, but th- these are global problems. Our leadership mm-hmm. is a reflection of us, and so to say that those things happened outside of us is um, incorrect, and right. it lets us off the hook. Right. <laughs> and we, and by being on the hook, the good part about being on the hook or putting yourself on the hook for that sort of result is that we can go. Um, I need to make better decisions. I'd like to make better decisions so that those outcomes don't keep happening, so that I see that I have courage internally, so that I see that my kids have courage, um, that we, you know, I'm candid with myself. I'm candid with my friends. Um, I'm authentic. When I make mistakes, I go, oh, man, (laughs) that was Mm -hmm. a big screw up. Right. And um, uh, I apologize. There's another big one. Like mm-hmm. People don't apologize for, mm-hmm. for things. So right. when we go right. the century of the self is about being unapologetic. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yes. And, and, you know, politics par excellence is, mm-hmm. seems to be the sort of manipulative, you know, quid pro quo. Okay. Well, if you give me X million dollars, I'll vote for this. Uh, or at least that's the perception of, mm-hmm. of how it works or okay we can sl- slip this piece of legislation you know to attach it to this piece it got nothing to do with each other but we can slip it in and get it approved i mean you know there's is, the, is that how you know is that based on values i don't think so i don't think so um well, lobbyists you know it, it's pretty clear to most people in the u.s that money and power talks and very often it does not talk from a position of ethical value or morality right well when most people i i think um like the government is controlling it or corporations are controlling things like the manipulation is for market share the the manipulation Mm -hmm. is at the basis of it for money so (laughs) absolutely yeah and and so to convince ourselves that it's for some other reason uh, Yeah. yeah it's 
absolutely not. <laughs> so lifting the veil of that off of the, you know, lifting the veil from your eyes or the scales from your eyes, however that little verse goes, and going, oh, okay, now I see what the bigger picture is. And am I at, at any point going to be part of any of that um, getting the resources, you know, no, the pittance that's handed out to me. So if I'm going to get a little smarter um, and at least be able to sleep with myself at night, I think a lot of people are feeling a heavy amount, like feeling heavy in their spirit. Um, and it's from making choices on the side of the not, um, no, not good values. So when we say, what are our values in this country? Um, you know, the list of values would not be what necessarily would have been important or or are important in, you know, kind of spiritual traditions. So the, you know, peace, love, life, service, wisdom, tranquility. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's when I think when I go through, you know, 25 or so of those values or words, you don't see evidence of those things living in our day-to-day lives, never mind on the media. But how many people use the word ever in their vocabulary? Oh, you are so sweet. That is, the, you know, or that is mm-hmm. a very sweet thing to do, or I delight in my life, or that person is really charitable, you know, or I really respect this particular thing, mm-hmm. um, or that you're reverent about things. How many people focus on goodness? What, you know, what amount mm-hmm. of time do you spend thinking about um, your, you know, in energy, the energy that you bring to the world and when and if we surround our, ourselves with those kind of thoughts and values, then the rest of the stuff falls away. But we've got to get wise enough to be able to turn our own ship, um, you know, away from right. the psychology and the manipulation, which is a big, a big deal. Hard to do. Easy to yeah. say, hard to do. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. And so, you know, to do something like that, which takes an enormous amount of, of courage as well as perception, I think you do have to be trained to do it. And so that goes back to parenting and schools and the whole environment the kids in which kids are raised. Uh, and then you have to be convinced of that's the right thing to do because at that moment, you know, but like my son, he could have easily blown it off all his teammates were saying no don't say anything don't say anything Uh, you you know you've got to be convinced you've got to be strong and you've got to be supported and you know sometimes those things aren't there and i and i wonder all the time how many people are doing jobs you know and probably they're Mm -hmm. they may be well compensated and that's why they do them jobs that really in their heart they would rather not be doing Mm mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's advertising, maybe it's, you know, for a corporation that, I don't know, you know, spreads toxins or, or whatever it is. Um, right. You know, there's there's an element to it that really that's not really where their, their morality or heart is, but it's very difficult to say, well, I'm going to quit this job because I don't believe in it. Right. right, especially when you need to pay the bills. You feel like, oh, I need to pay the bills. And as I look around my home, um, again, it's like this whole what we've trapped ourselves in. And I I would say that I am not, if I could have my guitar... A a bicycle and my backpack. I would be good to go. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's people in- I live with have like are not like that. Uh, yeah, it- so there's been a shift for me. But remember, I'm 50, not not 20. Right. So for the 20 year olds, you're probably still going to go through this. Yeah, and that's okay. But just the material amount of things uh, that I- we have and that we're trapped in debt, mm-hmm. and that's also mani- that's also intentional. 
Hey, absolutely. Uh, and it's interesting. Uh, a couple of things come to mind. I was um, I was working with a woman who was married and they had a very very nice lifestyle and what have you. And it, it broke up and she ended up living in a trailer in a different mm-hmm. part of the – and she said, I've never been happier. Right. And, and seriously. And then I had yes. a, a friend of mine. We, we were writing a book, a, a great gal. Um, a gal called Judy Sloan, who's a comedian in Boston, very funny lady. For a while, she lived in her car, and she mm-hmm. said, frankly, it was incredibly liberating. I right. didn't have to worry about all this stuff. So we get trapped in the stuff. We get trapped in having to keep it and so forth. And simplicity sometimes has a lot to commend it. Anyway, yeah. we'll continue more in the third section of this show. Uh, again, don't forget, email us, Leah, L-E-A-H-A, at reallifetraining.com. And if you want to get a free uh, e-copy of my book, Power Talk, The Art of Effective Communication, we be happy to send one to you. So let's hear from you and we'll continue more on Master Your Life. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. If you've been searching for fat loss and mental clarity in one place, Think ketosis. Maybe you've heard about a ketogenic diet but have been totally turned off by the painstaking effort to do it. Well, agonize no longer because there is a solution. What could be just as simple and easy as taking your daily vitamins? Visit reallifetraining.expert to find out. Raise your hand and get in on the front end of the total wellness revolution. Get well, manage your mood, clear your mind. Visit reallifetraining.expert now. When was the last time you said, I love myself and I love my life? Can't recall? Has it been five years? Ten maybe? Or do you quite literally not remember a time when you felt peaceful and joyful? Well, how would you like to be one of those special women who glow because you're on a path to awakening and evolving consciously? If that sounds like where you want to be, but you just don't know how to get there, come join Leah Mattinson for one of her upcoming retreats in a beautiful, intimate, and very exclusive location. Dive deep in mind, body, and spirit. Go to reallifetraining.com for details. Hey gang, this is Leah Mattinson, and I know if you're listening to my program right now that you're somebody who is interested in mastering your life. Maybe you're interested in being a better parent or living with more energy and vitality in the face of a debilitating disease. Or are you just stuck in a rut and want to learn how to reconnect, play, and enjoy your life fully again? Then I invite you to come to reallifetraining.com to learn about my upcoming Real Life Reflections, a weekly live interactive workshop. These closed group discussions dive deep into life's biggest real life challenges and how to successfully navigate them. Now you can become a participant in these discussions with me. So if that sounds like where you'd like to be and how you'd like to feel, come on over to the website at reallifetraining.com and see how you can access more health, happiness, and joy each week. Reallifetraining.com, where we help people to help themselves. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Master Your Life. To reach Leah Mattinson, Dr. Howard Rankin, or their guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Leah, that's L-E-A-H-A, at changeyourlife.expert. 
Now, back to Master Your Life. Welcome back to the last segment of Master Your Life. I'm Leah Mattinson, joined by my wonderful co-host, Dr. Howard Rankin. Uh, Today, we're talking about the century of self. And prior to the break, we were talking about um, what does that actually mean? How we've been manipulated through marketing, advertising, psychology, psychiatry over this last hundred plus years to really be completely disconnected from our value system and also to be completely immersed in a system of Uh, debt and uh, working and doing things that really don't bring our creative energies to um, the world. And so in this segment, we're going to talk about how do we actually regain our sense of not selfishness, but, um, you know, our sense of self as we become and understand that we're multidimensional beings in this world and that our actual job is to try and vibrate at a higher and higher frequency. How do we become lighter or part of that lightness instead of the darkness? So, Howard, kick it off. <laughs> well, you know, that we could talk for hours about this, mm-hmm. and that's this is really to do with consistency, courage, and frankly, not being hypocritical, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, not going to church on Sunday and then ripping them off, pe- ripping people off Monday through Saturday. You know, uh, no, seriously. I mean, yes. that's what happens. And so yes. it's interesting. There have been people, and you have more experience in business than I do. So I'll kick this, this part of the discussion off with uh, a couple of years ago, I met read a guy who, who claimed he ran a sort of sort of ethical business, a spiritual mm-hmm. business. He, he really, you know, had a lot of the employees had um, shares in the company and so forth. And if somebody wasn't, didn't seem to be a fit, you know, for the business, mm-hmm. yep. for their position. You know, he wouldn't call them in and said, uh, you know, you're useless, fired. He'd come and say, look, here's what I think your skills are. They're really not suited for us, so I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Uh, you know, I'm going to keep you on the payroll for three months, but during right. that time, go do research and find another job. Right. Awesome. Right. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Giving people time to transition. Yeah. yeah. And support underneath of them to transition to something else and being candid, which is what we were talking about in terms of being able to be authentic and communicate with people. So what a wonderful example of that. Yes, absolutely. Trying to be helpful. Okay, let's look at what your skills are. They don't match what I need, but that doesn't make you an idiot or useless. Um, So if you're an employer listening to this, (laughs) take that into note or manager. (laughs) Yep. Yes, yes. And, And I'm sure you've got examples of how businesses can run in a much more ethical way, yeah. Yeah, I think that um, one of the things I encourage people uh, always to do is to think about, especially now, uh, that, and I grew up in a really small town uh, of 1,200 people, and I grew up on a farm. Uh, so there was always collaboration and cooperation. And again, this is 50 years ago, so or almost 50 years ago. shouldn't age myself, but <laughs> anyway, um, you know, at that time, and now still, that same community operates the same way. So there's farmer's markets that run. People bring their goods to the farmer's market. Um, you know who makes your food. You know who's making the, you know, uh, crocheting the dishcloths that you're using and giving to your your family for Christmas gifts. So it's like this very tight-knit sense of community and knowing where things come from. And also the banks there, all of the managers know the people who they're loaning money to. So there's part of the um, business or being able to operate small businesses because people know who you are and because they hold you accountable to being a good 
business operator. Mm-hmm. As you get into this bigger world of things now that's global, I'm really encouraging people to look at is there outside sources from um, not being involved in the banking system, you know, so uh, what kind of alternatives are there? We here have, you know, credit unions, which are the membership actually Mm-hmm. Um, is the ones who come up with the cash. There is alternatives now to Facebook. There is something called Steemit. There's all these um, um, money that are cryptocurrencies. There's angel funding. So, and and the reason for looking at these alternative ways of funding is that the traditional banks have got us up to our eyeballs in debt, right. and by having us up to our eyeballs in debt, they own us. So anybody can walk on to your, anybody that own, is a bank owner and you owe money to can take it if you miss a payment. Like it's mm-hmm. a very um, serious thing. And for all the people who went through that horrible housing uh, mm-hmm. situation in the States, I mean, they know what I'm speaking of. And so it's, it's kind of looking at, um, it's easy to talk about, oh, just leave that job. But when you've got kids... Um, or grandkids, or you've got right. generations, you, you, you have a responsibility. It's kind of like having a disease. It's your responsibility to go, I need to know as much about this as I possibly can, and to actually believe that you're intelligent enough to, to understand it, because you are. And I know the people who are listening to this are intelligent enough to understand whatever they need to understand to figure their lives out. You absolutely have that within you. So when you understand that there's these other ways of doing business or other things that you can inform yourself of, then you empower yourself to actually create a life that's not manipulated by other people. Maybe you don't need health care benefits. Maybe you're healthy. Maybe maybe you're, the manipulation is that somebody has told you, that you're sick and your family's sick or you're all going to get sick and so you better have you know, right, insurance right, up the right. well. Whatever, all the fear things that you get, that we get trapped into and just becoming knowledgeable enough to think, I don't actually need somebody telling me that I'm going to get sick. I don't need somebody telling me that how to, how to operate my life. I, I can do that and figure it out on my own um, because people sh- should learn and start being really working on developing themselves as their own internal expert and their own internal authentic inner authority. And then you'll, you have the discernment to make good decisions for yourself and to not get trapped in all of the manipulations because they're everywhere and right. not get caught in your own manipulations either. <laughs> That's true. You know. and, and, and if there's a silver lining, um, yes. <laughs> to, quote, to quote you in your book, yes. Silver Linings. Always a silver um, lining. Thank you. Yeah. If there's a silver lining, I think what's happening is people are wising up to this. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and they're realizing, you know, perhaps it's not going to work mm-hmm. as well. And I think some of the examples we've given here are some examples of where we are wising up and we just see it as manipulation and we really don't want to do deal with it at all. Yes. And, and so part of that is, I think, hopefully, a swing more to what we're going to value is people that we see absolutely have authentic values. They're not, mm-hmm. they're not pretending, they are mm-hmm. authentic. And I, I have a good friend who is an incredibly successful guy in his business, and he has got successful because he is a compassionate person, 
mm-hmm. he he genuinely gives to the community. He's on all of these boards. He puts things on for the community, not just because he thinks it's going to look good, but because right. he wants to. And right. people see that authenticity, and he is their go-to guy when they need something in his business. And he's done incredibly well. Now, hopefully, that is a sign of the times where we'll be able to see through all this manipulation and say, you know what, this is not authentic. You've just gone to a sales seminar and learned what to say, and I don't believe it. <clears throat> Show me somebody who's really doing it. Show me somebody who's really got those values, and I will appreciate that, and I will give that person my business. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, too, for the other manipulation for people to be cautious of, two things. One, the example of your friend as being on all the boards and stuff. If that is what is his best um, self. Contribution, is, yes. Yeah, that that's his <laughs> highest contribution. The trap is that that should be everybody's highest contribution. <laughs> and then we uh, go, then, then we right. get caught back into the manipulation of, well, I shouldn't get any sleep and I need to sit on 500 boards and da-da-da-da. <laughs> no, right. that no. Was, this is this gentleman, that's his highest vibration. Right. It is how he operates. It is how his wonder and gifts come to the world. And so if you're thinking that that's what you've got to do, you've got to perform something, it's not that. It's not about that at all. It's about really listening to what lights you up. What are those little cues and things that make you feel lighter and moving closer and closer towards those things for yourself, not as a comparator to other people, um, right. as becoming your own best soul self. And then the second point I wanted to just talk about is that we've become so manipulated that we manipulate ourselves now. People don't even need to manipulate us because we manipulate ourselves. And a prime example being um, just the whole food and nutrition thing. You know, people are, um, you know, we, we look at other people and point the finger about how um, they're not living their life and, oh, God, somebody's manipulating me. But we do to ourselves, we'll go, well, I would like to be healthy and well, but we have this internal ability to shut off all that little voice that says, don't do that, don't do that. And we just keep ingesting things that we know are making us sick. And then we blame the healthcare system for not being able to serve us in our sickness. When really, if we rewind all of that, it started with our own manipulation of ourselves through the food companies, which we've had, you know, Dr. Mm -hmm. David Katz on talking about, um, (laughs) that that it's just so subliminal. You better put your cornflakes box away and cross out the eyes of it because the rooster looking at you is making you eat more cornflakes than you need. Um, (laughs) And the the stuff that's in your food is making you want to eat more of it. So we're, we're so already, it's so cellular now that it is a very... Um, it's a very uh, microscopic process of getting in there and really weeding out uh, all of these things that are not of us. Yeah, and, you know, marketers talk about, well, what's your personal brand? How are you going to brand yourself? You, if you want to use that term, you are your brand, right? Right. You are your brand. Who you are, authentic, your real self is your brand, okay? So if you're a jerk, that's your brand, you know, part of your (laughs) brand. No, seriously, that's part of your I'm brand, sorry. right? And, and you can you can do all you want, but if you're you know if you're a manipulative person and really doesn't care about other people, that's right. your brand. Yes, you know, yes. and don't think you can cover it up because mm-hmm. people are 
hopefully more perceptive or getting more perceptive or wising up to this more. Mm-hmm. I, I, I say sort of practical level, and we, we like to use this last segment of the show talking about pragmatics. Yeah. That's one of the hopes that I have is that people are wising up to this and realize, yes, these principles, you know, have been articulated in research and yeah, they mm-hmm. basically work, but there's a fundamental aspect of it. Is it authentic or is it not? Yeah, and then the pragmatics also of what's the action that you take given the thing that you know. And so if you know that those people are arrogant, whatever they are, if the, whatever the thing is that you know is not good, what are you doing to yourself to dissociate yourself from that? And the really easy things is turning off the TV, <laughs> right? not, supporting or, not supporting or buying things from people who are not of the ilk that you want, hanging out with people who are light and spirit, people who are practicing the values that you want to have more of in your life. And that can be very difficult if you've surrounded yourself with people who are not that way. And you're going to get a lot of resistance. So um, preparing yourself for the resistance um, as you grow in your or spiritual, soul, whatever it is you want, however you want to frame that, um, but moving towards goodness in your life. If you've got people that are a bunch of turkeys, uh, <laughs> they're going right. to want you to remain a turkey. They're going to want to keep watching TV. Um, they're going to want to keep watching the shows that they've been watching for however long. And that's the hard part when you're practicing these things is how do you extricate yourself from those things that you don't want sucking the life out of you anymore? Yeah. And perhaps it's no coincidence that on Thanksgiving, we eat turkeys. So, uh, <laughs> so. Um, but no, it, it does come down to each of us to be more discerning, to understand that. Uh, and and for a lot of people, again, as I say, generations have been raised to think this is the way to communicate. This is if I want to get something that I want, I know how to do it. I can just go you know, read about the motivators that motivate people and how to present that and all the stuff on cognitive bias, which is all relevant. Uh, yeah, anyone who can read can read that and say, oh, okay, I know how to get my way. And, and I'm sure your daughter has, hasn't read all this stuff, but has no. come across it spontaneously in the culture and in the context of her life and yes. sees it. You know, you don't have to go read the neuroscience books. It's all around you. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think for her... Um, that she has more awareness, and I think maybe that generation does. I'm not. I'm not 100% sure. It just feels like that to me. But that this, the overall thought, the the awareness that there's this unified consciousness, which means that you have to transcend polarity because there's so much polarity, and the election certainly brought that out in people. The country's very divided. Mm-hmm. People are, you know, very mad at each other and unfriending each other, mm-hmm. and that. And that we do the same thing internally. So this mm. whole, uh, that, that um, it, there's moments of transformation, tension, and resolution. And just going through, oh, an awareness internally of tension, res- resolution. Tension, resolution. And right. then within groups doing the same. But understanding that until we can kind of transcend those polarities within ourselves of fighting and make peace within ourselves about our decisions because you feel peaceful when you make a good decision, when you're doing something Mm -hmm. in truth, that's easy. Mm -hmm. When you're Mm -hmm. telling yourself the truth, it's an easy thing. You just go, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's true. (laughs) 
Yeah, and when I, it's not true, you make up a big story. <laughs> absolutely. But there's part of you a lot of the time that knows that. And there's a level of stress and discomfort that goes with that. And there is, and this happened to me the other day, we don't have time for the details and I wouldn't share them anyway. But, you know, I was, I was wrestling with a decision and I knew what the right thing to do was. And I went and did it. And I felt so much better after doing that doing the right thing and so as we come to the end of the show we just like to remind you first that you can email us we'd love to hear from our listeners uh leah l-e-a-h-a at reallifetraining.com and if you want a copy of uh, my book power talk the art of effective communication which talks about these principles and makes the point you can use them for good or ill it's not the principles fault it's how you use them um happy to send that to you and uh, any last thoughts, Leah, before yes. we close today? Yes, just keep your heart open. Just encourage people to keep their heart open to all of the wonderful things that are available to them. We're the only beings that have the ability to have compassion, love for no reason at all, the ability to be reverent and to show unconditional love for other people and to other people. So have a wonderful week and thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of our show today. Master Your Life with Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin can be heard every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, go enjoy your successful life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.